Alright, so I'm going to tell you about the time I almost lost my phone in New York City. I almost got it stolen from me. I've actually almost lost my phone twice in New York. Same phone, I think. And uh, very similar stories. Uh, so I'm just going to tell you the second one. I think that one makes for a better story. And here we go. The year was 2010, I believe. I went on a trip to New York with the with a group from high school. Well, well, with my people I knew from high school. I think anyone was allowed to go on that trip, but I was on the streets of New York with two other guys. One of these guys had a he had the brand new iPhone. I don't remember which one it was cuz there have been so many now and there were probably quite a few back then, too. Let's find some names for these guys. Hmm, what names do I like? Uh, I'm gonna probably take too long just thinking of two names. All right, let's call uh, let's call one Jimmy and one Brian. Those are okay names, right? Okay, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy's gonna be the one with the new iPhone. All right, so now where was I? We had to stay together. Those were the rules. I guess they didn't want anyone to get lost on the trip, even though I think we were all over 18, everybody that went. So, I mean, what are they gonna do, ground us? <laughs> with no Broadway show for the rest of the trip. <laughs> but, um, no, that's not the case, but... Jimmy was trying to get a taxi cab, and I think we came across a pedicab driver, and he says, we need a trip to the Apple Store, there's three people. How much is that gonna be? And that sucks, because that means I have to pay money to go to the Apple Store with him, because I can't leave him. Even though I'm not really concerned about him. So he's talking to the pedicab driver, and uh, all of a sudden, this guy, who looks like he could have been a member of the blood, comes up behind him. He's like, whoa, whoa, what are you looking for? And uh, uh, Jimmy says, I'm looking for a iPhone cover. He's like, I got, I got some at my shop here. And uh, I'm like, what if this guy uh, don't talk to strangers? <laughs> and uh, the pedicab driver is looking... Like, he knows this guy is bad news, and I knew he was bad news, but Jimmy didn't know, and Brian's like, I'm just here, doing nothing. So he shakes uh, Jimmy's hand, and he tries to shake my hand, and he shakes Brian's hand. I don't really shake, but um, he goes, I got some in my shop. They're really good prices. This just sounds so like, oh, we're gonna get in serious trouble. And Jimmy's just on board. He's like, all right, let's go to your shop. You may have saved me a lot. And the guy's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, the, he, he shoes off the pedicab driver. He's like, you can go, man. You can go. And he, like, he's like, should I call the police or something? Well, he doesn't say that, but I can tell by the look on his face. So we're walking to this supposed shop. He tries to shake my hand again because he knows I don't trust him. <laughs> he's like, I'm a cool guy. I'm, I'm nice and everything, yada, yada, yada. So I think we walk a couple of blocks to this imaginary shop, spoiler alert, and we come across Nintendo World, and I was, I'd been saying since the first day, I need to go to Nintendo World, because I didn't get to go the previous year, and I will die if I don't go. So Jimmy says, Bruce, if you want, you can go in Nintendo World, and we'll come get you after I have my new phone cover, and uh, you don't have to tell me twice. So I run in there, and I am there for like an hour. I buy some really nice stuff at Nintendo World, 
And I'm wondering, shouldn't Jimmy have picked out a phone cover by now? I mean, knowing Jimmy, he's probably looking for that special one, but even then, it shouldn't take an hour. I wasn't really worried, because Jimmy, I mean, he never ceases to amaze me. I mean, he's crazy. But anyways, I get bored at Nintendo World. I didn't even know that was possible, but I got a little bored, so I... I called somebody who organized the trip. Actually, no, maybe I take that back. Maybe I wasn't bored, but I was worried that um, I'd missed the Broadway show we were seeing that night, and I didn't want to be late. So I called him. Let's just say that. And uh, I say, they left me at Nintendo World and never came and got me. And so he's like, okay, I'll come get you. We walk back to the hotel. He's like, I'm going to yell so hard at Jimmy, and I'm really disappointed in Brian. And we get to the steps of the hotel. The whole group is there, except for Jimmy and Brian. And we go, wait, where are they? And uh, one of the ladies that was there said, they're at the New York Police Department because they just got scammed out of their phones. And now I'm like, oh my god. I knew it, I knew it, I knew that guy was trouble. So I go with the rest of the group, I, to, uh, we went and ate at TGI Friday, so I wasn't as late as I thought I'd be, because we actually had time to eat, and uh, eventually they bring in Brian and Jimmy, and I kid you not, Jimmy just faints. He faints right there in TGI Fridays. I've never seen anybody faint in real life, but, I mean, he lost his beloved phone. And I think the schemer took all the money in his wallet, too. Now, Brian, thankfully, didn't have any money with him because his mom was on the trip with him, so she was holding on to the money. And his phone was old and not very good in the first place, and she got him a new one. So it kind of worked out for him, believe it or not. Good for him. But, uh, yeah, after that little experience, I just spent the rest of the trip with the girl group. And I had fun with them. I really enjoyed hanging out with them. And now, when I walk by strange-looking strangers in New York, I don't talk to them. I just walk on by. They say stuff like, Well, you won't talk to me because you're this. And I'm like, nope. So, yeah, that's my story. And don't talk to strangers, kids. And I miss hanging out with that girl group. The end.